0: Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurg. Today, we're discussing Cooter, the 30 Rock porn parody... Oh, I misunderstood the assignment. My bad. Okay, today we're actually talking about the season two finale named after the wimpish double nickname Matthew Broderick, not something else. Jack goes to Washington to fulfill his dream of being a dick to Jimmy Stewart. Just kidding. He's there to drop a big old gay bomb. While Jack is chasing the rainbow, Liz is missing Aunt Flo... Realizing that she's pregnant with the literal spawn of Satan, Dennis Duffy. Rosemary's Baby Part de Sacre bleu! And other plot points Tracy is finalizing his porn video game, and Kenneth is vying to wear a bathrobe in Beijing with an organ harvester. Let's dive in. Bum, bum, what is this, horse bill? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are
1: lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Hey, you you must be Jack Donaghy. Kuderberger, Vice Chair of Farm Subsidies, Acting Head of FEMA, Temporary Acting Head of the FBC, while the Acting Head is on trial. Wow, you've had a lot of shakeups around here lately, huh? I couldn't disagree with you more. The administration has been streamlined, and the media are so obsessed with the current election, they've completely forgotten we're here.
0: It's an exciting time. I'm glad to hear it. I don't like to think of this president as a lame duck. I like to think of him uh, as a lame eagle.
1: The ceiling appears to be leaking. No, it's not. We've looked into it, and it's not. Uh, If you have any questions, I'll write down my extension for you.
0: Do you need a pen? Nope. I've kind of gotten used to it. You don't have pens? We're not in a recession. Uh, Boy, we've got to crack the whip around here, Cooter. You don't have pens. The roof is leaking. No, it's not. I'll show you the study. Hey, we have a meeting with the Appropriations Committee, like now. Oh, no, I'm not prepared. I know. I'm not drunk either. But we'll manage. So much fucking happens in this episode. It's true. It's insane. All the characters are there? They all have plots.
1: (laughs) What? And lines. What? What? Matthew Broderick is there to continue our guest star amania of awesome people.
0: And so you can complete your list of people who have killed people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's done more than that. He's been in amazing movies. After you recorded
0: Uh, Julie listed like 70 celebrities who have
1: murdered. All <laughs> accidental. So overall, I thought this episode was... Mint. Awesome. Head to toe, so good. Cracked Head to toe, up.
0: front to back. Send them bitches home like a heart attack.
1: So we open up, we're in Washington, and Jack is on the phone with Liz. He's going through security. Liz is eating some... Sabor de salad.
0: <laughs> The Taste of Loneliness. <laughs> did you not get that my reference was like, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Jimmy Stewart? And I figured Jack would be like the evil. Nope. Yeah. All
1: right. Emma okay. did. All right. But I do like that you said Sacrebleu, but in this episode they say, Saboteur. So yeah, that it's very, very French. Very French.
0: French. <laughs> we learned some Spanish. We learned some French.
1: So they're on the phone and Jack's like, this is it, Lemon, government, the true seat of American power, this- is all happening so fast. I mean, last week you were here at GE, and now what is he exactly in charge of, Nick? Like, weather management,
0: crisis <laughs> energy. It's tough to say.
1: He says, extreme weather preparedness and the war on the poor. And <laughs> says, he says, you mean the war on poverty? He's like, yeah, okay, let's go with that. The forecasting to the Republicans of 2021 is so alive and well in this episode. Jack says the words make the America great again. It is a war on the poor. Ugh, the foreshadowing of one Tina Faye is unbelievable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not that this was a surprise. I mean, the Republican Party has always kind of been about that in recent history. Now it's just like vvvvvvvv clear. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> there's nothing left for him at GE, but he does have some dreams—perhaps wet dreams. That guy's could come out of the coma and say, "Jackie boy, you're the next CEO."
1: The cryogenicists are already sharpening their head saws. Now, when this pandemic is over, Nick and I will be taking a field trip to the cryogenic spa, spa, Cryo Chill, where you go in a stand-up coffin at minus 220 degrees and try not to die. So, can we talk about
0: my fears real quick? Uh, sure. Not all of them. We only Relating have so to much time. cryo freezing, or yeah yeah, 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 So, one um, drastic change. Off? I am very concerned that my scrotum will detach and shatter. And that my penis will retract inside of my body and never come back out. You and I want to li- have the little death. La petite mort, which is French for orgasm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is French for orgasm. Orgasm. Do you think that Jack gets an orgasm when they do his uh, freedom search and they <laughs> strap on the gloves and have him bend over, I'm guessing?
0: Maybe I was talking to one of my good friends, and she says my favorite thing to do, consensually of course, and I was like, I'm scared of where this is going, is to introduce straight men to their prostate because that is a highly pleasurable zone that was probably jostled during the search.
1: Yikes! So <laughs> he says, "Are you eating those Mexican cheese curls?" And she's like, "Don't knock my supportive de dad. I found a prize in there the other day. I hope." Now, have you guys been following the cinnamon toast crunch shrimp tail yes. scandal? Yes, 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 yes. On Twitter. No. So I did a deep dive on it today and I still haven't found out if it's fake or not. So What's
0: supposedly happening? it's real. So you know Topanga from Boy Meets World? Yes, yeah. her, her husband. husband. Go for it. No, no, you go. <laughs> okay. So Topanga's husband found actual shrimp tails in his cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and was like, what the fuck, dude? And then he's being gaslit by not General Electric, but um, General, General Mills. General Mills. Yeah. <laughs> We were like, you put those in there, that's fake. And he was like, they're literally crusted in cinnamon. All right? What the fuck, man?
1: Yeah, they're going to do DNA testing. And then he's like, there's little black things baked into these. He's like, I think they're rat turds. Yikes. I just don't know if it's real or fake. But it definitely was entertaining for a couple of days on Twitter. Now I could give a shit if there are shrimp tails and Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
0: Honestly, great marketing, too. I've never wanted Cinnamon Toast Crunch more.
1: <laughs> I bought some. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. <laughs> I don't think I'm eating seafood or carbs right now, so I can't have any of those things. But
0: <laughs> I mean, I assume they rectified the mistake. If not, protein.
1: D- disgusting. So we're now at the hallway at TGS, and Frank's hot says, hat says "Slowbot." I would wear a hat that says "Gorgasm." <laughs> no. Tracy shows Liz some artwork and says, "Liz Lemon, do these look like wizard nipples to you?" What do wizard nipples look like?
0: So, that's the beauty of wizard nipples. They can be anything. I was immediately just imagining Gandalf the Grey just,
1: like, playing with his nipples. Which I feel like Ian McKellen would do. So, Frank says he's sorry about the wizard. He'll call the Korean animators. And Tracy says, yeah, you fixulate this. Amazing. How would you fixulate me? You're perfect just the way you are. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. So Frank's like Liz Lemon. Do you know what it's like to be the only person who cares about your job when everyone else around you is goofing off like a bunch of goof offs? And she's like, yes. He's she's like, Uh-oh, like, emotions.
0: We did skip over the name of this title. This this game is Gorgasm: colon, The Legend of <laughs> Dong Slayer.
1: I like the way you say it. I can see it on a T shirt. So now she's crying. And Frank's like, fuck emotions. And she's, he's like, you having your woman time? She's like, what? No, I just had my woman times last. This was a cold open. This was a cold open. So now we're in Jenna's or Liz's office. And she's looking through a giant paper calendar and several half used birth control pill bags. <laughs> 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 she's like, why don't I cross out the days like the people in the
0: movies? Do either of you cross out the days? On what? <laughs> On your like your period, like I did have a period
1: app for a while. Oh,
0: that's nice.
1: So, according to the audio commentary, Katrina Bowman was really excited about her bangs, and she wanted everyone else to be excited with her as well.
0: Is that's Katrina the sort of
1: Bowman, Yes, that's the sort of valuable information you glean from an audio commentary of thirty. Years. <laughs> <laughs> so she says to Liz, "You know, I think you're supposed to take those like in a row." She supposed to take all of them. She's like, Yeah, thanks, Siri, but I've been sexually active since I was 25.
0: Score. Big old score. Yeah, she said on a talk show once, this is modeled after her real life because she was uh, late in typical societal terms about losing one's virginity, which there's no time clock on that. Um, but she was like, I didn't make a choice. Like, this was not a choice that I made.
1: Well, she also said on one of the other audio commentaries when they flash back, and she's got that like short, tight perm that that basically was her haircut. So. I you love them so much. Now, Kenneth is on his way and he's going to talk to Pete. And he pre- Can you pronounce this better than I can? XXI. <laughs> XXIX. I was <laughs> wondering <laughs> if I could ask you to write me recommendations f- to be a page at the XXIX Summer <laughs> Olympics. <station>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's the 29th Summer Olympics. XXI. <laughs> Which, what a great games. Do you remember those?
1: Not specifically.
0: Nassi Lukin, Sean Johnson. Oh, gymnastic stars. Yes. If you could play any Olympic sport, what? I would have swam, <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I always wanted to be a gymnast. I used to practice on my uh, floor. I would just do like the summer No, I would never do any of the gymnastics. I would just do the, uh, the, uh, the moves, the choreo. The floor and then exercise. I just, yeah, i just lift my hands up.
1: <laughs> oh, I did that all the time. Also, in the pool, there'd be that black line down the center of the pool. And you're like... Bounce me, and then you finish.
0: Oh. Ah, amazing.
1: So he says, uh, Sure, Kenneth, have you ever wanted to be in the Olympics? He's like, I almost went once. And they flash back to Pete with a full head of hair, an America headband on. It's 1980, and a bow and arrow. Now, if you watch the scene very closely, while they're talking, there's no bow and arrow. Then after the flashback, you come back, and there's a bow and arrow suddenly on the wall, which they did amazing. on purpose.
0: President Carter decided to boycott those Moscow games, so he never got to attend. And then this is one of at least two peanut farmer jokes that they make (laughs) in the series. So there's that. That's fun. So B's like, why the hell did it take you so long to come to me for this? The applications are due today. Kenneth's memo said they were due in two weeks. And it's like, no, today at five. So there's a personal essay he's to write. And then as he's coming out, Donnie is there.
1: Now who's the uh, actor? Paul Scheer. But Donnie is at the wrong door, waiting to like jump on him. And he's like, Oh, I thought you were coming out this door. All of Donnie's entrances are just a little bit off in this whole section. It's fantastic. Paul Shear of the League. He's got a very popular Twitch nighttime talk show now. Married to June Diane Raphael. Nice gap in his teeth. Very funny. So Donnie's like, Haha, ha, I thought you'd be coming out this door. Did you get my memo about the Olympic applications due two weeks from now? Sacre blue, saboteur. Sabatour. <laughs> well, it looks like you'll be staying in New York all summer, fighting the crowd, smelling the hot garbage, while I travel to beautiful, breezy Beijing. Which I don't Funny. know ever been uh, described that way before. No. No, they
0: say breathing in the air is like smoking two packs of cigarettes.
1: So we head back to Washington, and there's a door that reads, Department of Homeland Security, Tornadoes, Farm Credit Administration, and a handwritten space for rent sign. <laughs>
0: So this is in the final days of the Bush administration, and Jack Donaghy is now there with Cooter Berger, who's vice chair of Farm Subsidies, acting head of FEMA, temporary acting head of the FBC, while the acting head is on trial.
1: (laughs) What is the FBC? The Federal Bureau of Control is a clandestine U.S. government organization tasked with the containment, study, Oxford comma, and control (laughs) of paranatural phenomenon. Where do you two stand on the Oxford comma? I am against. I'm pro. (laughs) I'm pro. It is an age thing. What do you (laughs) need that dirty little comma there for? And is the next word. I don't need it. I just don't mind it. Kind of like it sometimes. Tend to use it.
0: The Oxford comma is critical. (laughs) To what? (laughs) Okay, so let's just say this. I had eggs. Toast and orange juice. Oxford comma. It's like I had eggs, toast, and orange juice. Without, I had eggs, toast, and orange juice. Is the orange juice on your fucking toast? You he then? <laughs> I had eggs, toast, and orange juice. So I had I, eggs. I
1: understand what you're saying. I just okay. can read into it that they are not the same because the and separates them. But thank you for giving me that Republican. Oxford commas so that my little brain doesn't get confused. Oh my god! And think that these words are the same. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I don't give a shit. But I do not like an. I didn't grow up with an Oxford comma, and I'm always like, why is that there? But you explained it really well. Now I'm totally on your side. <laughs> so we're back with Cooter Burger, and we figured out what they're doing. And uh, this administration's been streamlined. Telephones are ringing. The media is so obsessed with the current election, they've completely forgotten we're here. It's an exciting time. (laughs) It's like, I'm glad to hear it. I don't think of this president as a lame duck. I think of him as a lame eagle. And then we get
0: into politics 101. Uh, (laughs) The ceiling appears to be leaking. No, it's not. We've looked into it.
1: Which totally reminds me of Jonathan saying last week, I made this for you. He's like, no, you didn't. (laughs) He's like, we've looked into it. It's not. It's like, if you have any questions, I'll write down my extension for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is I he he's using a tack or a what is he using? A staple?
0: It looks like a tack or something. It looks like just like the pen without the casing and it doesn't have ink. I think it's a tack, like a little
1: thumbtack. Yeah, uh, like I a thumbtack on a post-it. Yeah, He's carving. He's like, <laughs> Do You say so a pen?
0: He's like No, i oh. have kinda of got used to it. It's like we don't you don't have pens? We're not in a the recession. The way he says pens. Oh my god. We're not in a recession. <laughs> COVID's not a big deal.
1: Nobody attacked the Capitol. No. He's like, boy, we got to crack the whip around here, Cooter. You don't have pens. The roof's leaking.
0: No, it's not. I'll show you the the study.
1: (laughs) Hey, we have a meeting with the Appropriations Committee, like, now. Jack's like, I'm Uh not prepared.
0: Cooter's like, I know. I'm not drunk either.
1: (laughs) But we'll manage. (laughs) So now Liz is rummaging through Jenna's stuff for a pregnancy test. Naturally. Four of them say that she is positive. And then
0: she says, my second favorite, 30 Rock exclamation after Blurg. Mother.
1: Because she's a mother. She's a mother now. Or soon." He's dancing. So Liz enters what was Jack's (laughs) office and Kathy Geis is there with even more unicorns, Marky Mark pictures, and troll dolls. Liz's uh, muscle memory brought her to that office.
0: And then she just has a full-on Monologue. And is like, I'm so sorry. I don't even know why I came up here. I mean, I know Jack's not here. Boy, I'm going a little crazy. I don't suppose you want to be my sounding board. And then Kathy reveals that in her mouth is a toy. And she's like, Liz is, oh, you're busy. I'll come
1: back. And then she puts the car back in her mouth. So on the um, audio commentary, neither one of them knew the actress's name. But they were both like, oh, my God, she's so great. And I guess she never speaks a line the entire time that she's on there. Oh, true. Yeah, which I had never (laughs) thought about, but I was like, what? But just the timing of her pulling that hot wheel out of her mouth and then putting it back in, it's fucking beautiful. (laughs) She's She's got between this and SVU, she is just
0: talented. (laughs) (gasps) Hello, Elizabeth. Dennis, what are you doing here? I don't have to explain myself to you. Look, I told my mom I got a job, so I've been coming here for the past couple weeks during the day. What? How come you're not at work? Because I forgot my computer. No, why, why am I? This is my apartment. Is something you want to tell me? No. Elizabeth, this is Melinda from Dr. Bouvier's office. We'll try to reach you again later. I know that message, and I know that tone. Every one of my sisters got that message junior year in high school. You're pregnant. What? No. Really? Right. Prenatal vitamins. Yeah, I know what prenatal means. Pre, before, natal, ruined. Oh, my God. All right, first things first. We're going to have this baby at the same hospital I was born at on Coney Island, all right? Oh, my God. Secondly, if it's a boy, we're going to name him Morpheus, like that guy in the Matrix. If it's a girl, oh yeah. I used to bop this chick named Judy, and I would love to honor her. Get out of my apartment. Don't talk to me like that. Morpheus hears everything that you say. Out! Your boobs are going to get bigger. So now we go into the recording for Gorgasm, Dong Slayer.
1: So on the, they show a um, table read of this episode on the bonus commentary, and in the script they have Helen Mirren playing this part instead of Jane Krakowski,
0: <laughs> which would be hilarious. I mean, well, she it makes wasn't... sense
1: with the Dame Judi Dench content later, like to yeah. have yeah. that people up against each other. Yeah. So would you like to make some of the Jenna noises?
0: Well, so first of all, Jenna is acting her ass off. And is like, warrior, you have defeated the snake elf. Now come join me in the orgy chamber. And then Grizz is just like, the poets will sing of this night. (laughs) Super dead, super flat. And Tracy's like, it's not working. It's not you, Grizz. You're doing great. And he's like, I memorize all my lines at at home.
1: That's so good. He says it so (laughs) quietly and so flat, but it's so funny. But Jenna, you're not doing good acting. Don't overthink it. I don't need another Judy Dench situation. Now let's just <laughs> skip ahead to a list of player sensual options. These avatars <laughs> need to be able to do anything with each other. Okay,
0: including go. touch my
1: cheek. Does he touch. hear sexy sounds?
0: <laughs> I haven't had sex in a year. I don't know what sex is anymore.
1: Touch my cheek. Touch my chest area. Now give me a little robot.
0: Touch my butt.
1: Now say it like a secret.
0: Touch my knees. Sexy, yes. Touch my knee spot. Touch my feet with your knees. Now we're in the zone. I want to give you some
1: random I want you to give me some random sex sounds. I won't be doing this. (laughs) Uh, So good. Ah ah ah. and then he's like Sheldon. Yeah, Um, I do love
0: when she was just like, oh, and they're both like, yes. Nice.
1: (laughs) He's like, wonderful, wonderful. Take it again from the top. This time time let's (laughs) record.
0: So, Jack and uh, Liz don't interact for most of this episode. Liz leaves so a fuck ton of voicemails. And the first one is, Hey, Jack, it's Liz. Um, maybe you're busy spreading democracy. Anyway, give me a call. Ah, things are happening.
1: So now we're in the Appropriations Committee, I'm guessing. And on the first order of business, the city of Portland has required $9 million to shore up its dam system.
0: I can't support that dam as a swear word. This is a white guy.
1: <laughs> I'd support it if instead of a dam we called it a Godfinger
0: which sounds grosser. Godfinger. Touch my knees with your Godfinger. <laughs>
1: it's like, Randall, must you bring religion to everything? And
0: Literally everyone. And then Jack is like, what the fuck is that? We need pens. Excuse me? Gentlemen, Madam, <laughs> the one woman we all know Rome wasn't built in a day. Well, that's one theory. Oh my God! Fucking
1: blah, blah 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 blah.
0: But we have a chance to make this country great again.
1: What'd you say? Uh, you think Donald Trump watched the show? We need hope. <laughs> we need change. We need experience. We Obama? need pens. Hold on. Yikes! Make Yikes. country. Make America great again. Yeah, Donald Trump. Yes. Hope and change. Obama. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Experience. Biden, I guess. We need pens. Uh, Miriam Williamson. <laughs>
1: Pens and reparations, yeah. There you go, yeah. Then everyone starts clapping and there's a shot of the flag. So then Jenna confronts Kenneth in the hallway. Kenneth, where have you been? I had to put my jeans on by myself. How do you need help putting your jeans on? Because they're too tight? Probably, yeah. She asked the same question on the audio commentary. I thought that was a good question.
0: (laughs) So, Kenneth enlists the help of one Jane Krukowski playing one...
1: Jenna Maroney, Baloney, Jesus Christ. To Ma finish Baloney. his
0: application to finish his application for Beijing. Donnie is hiding in a nearby um, Quick change storage please. unit. Yeah. And he's like, did someone say Donnie? Again. No. No, no.
1: He opens the curtain and it breaks and falls. Because it's Donnie. And he's it's not there. Cool. Did you say Donnie? And they're like, no. He's like, well, it's pretty muffled in here. You'll <laughs> never get that application done in time, parcel.
0: And then it, Jenna says something in Mandarin. What well, they both she do. Oh, she her. says,
1: oh, that's right, that's I right. was told there'd be no nudity involved. <laughs> so
0: okay. there's only four and a half hours. Hee-haw. Yes. It's ridiculous. So
1: Kenneth's freaking out. He's afraid Hold he'll on, never... Hold on, Donnie walks away and backwards okay. <laughs> and knocks over some paint cans because Donnie's a piece of crap.
0: Donnie's Donnie. Donnie's Donnie.
1: So Johnny's right. I'll never finish this application on time. The personal essay is way harder than I thought because it's just not in my nature to brag on myself.
0: Not even a backdoor brag? What's a backdoor brag, Julie?
1: It's sneaking something wonderful about yourself into everyday conversation. Like when I tell people it's hard for me to watch American Idol because I have perfect pitch. Interesting.
0: Yeah, so Kenneth tries and he's like, it's hard for me to watch American Idol because there's a water bug on my channel changer. Okay, several things I like about this. (laughs) First of all, water bug. Amazing, not specific, so general, wonderful. Also, the remote, channel changer. We used to call it a channel changer at my home because we grew up in the 1950s. All of it. Well done. Kenneth?
1: Well, in the notes, this is Tracy Tina Fey's favorite line that Donald Glover ever wrote because of the old school language of Channel Changer. Love it. What can you learn for 4.99 people? It's a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then Kenneth's like, there's no use. And then Jenna's like, oh, perhaps I can help another person. That's not me. Then she finds the fucking pregnancy test. And in true Jenna fashion says, oh, no, someone's going to get more attention than me. <laughs> so me, cut so from me. the same
1: cloth, Nick and Jenna Murray, <laughs> <Woo>! my baloney. <laughs> so Jack and Cooter are walking through the hallways. He's like, "That was amazing! Give us pens. I mean, how do you do it?" Cooter, I used to work for a man named Gone Guys. Gan- Gan-
0: oh, Gone Guys! Is he coming? Gone Guys, Gone Guys, welcome to the stage, Gone Guys.
1: He taught me how to be proactive, which is from the Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is the worst book on management ever written in the history of the world. <laughs> so where did we go? Oh, proactive. Fuck you, Stephen Covey. Sorry. I'm going <laughs> to teach you the same thing. It's like, I'm so happy you're here. I haven't felt this energized at work since the two weeks where they tried to teach us Farsi. <laughs> so he pulls out his cell phone. Matthew <laughs> Brody was like, cool, phone. <laughs> and Jack's like, excuse me. And, Matthew Roderick like big hands up. He's like, oh, backing away. (laughs) So it's Jonathan on the phone, but we get to see Kathy Geist dancing in the background in what was Jack's office. Interpreted dancing, maybe like a unicorn. I'm not sure. So Jonathan's like, Geist spoke. He's not out of his coma, but he spoke. What did he say?
0: Jackie boy. (laughs) And then Geist, I guess, is recording sex sounds too because he's fully just like, (laughs) oh.
1: So we're back to the office where Cooter is making a sign out of tape that says pen closet. And then Jack's like,
0: no, Cooter, this is my letter of resignation. Will you make sure it gets into the right hands? Cooter's like, no, no way. What do you want to do that for? Um, Jack's like, I got a very important phone call. Cooter goes full crazy. It's like misery style. And he's like, but we're going to do great things together. Look, the leak has stopped. Then water (laughs) gurgles and the leak is back. So he denies his resignation. He's like, I can. As acting head of the FBC, I oversee the EWPC, and I'm denying your resignation. You'll stay here
1: and serve your country. The head of GE serves this country. He provides jobs and fuels innovation. He brings good things to light. Do you guys remember that? That was the motto for GE forever.
0: Yeah. So then he pulls off a lampshade to reveal a light bulb. No, he reveals a fucking candle.
1: (laughs) Cooter, I'm begging you, please let me go.
0: Hey, it's not up to me. Even if I let you resign, my boss wouldn't. They don't want people leaving here anymore. You're not going anywhere, (laughs) buddy. Then the pens come here, and he leads a rousing chant of USA. 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 Love it.
1: So Liz comes up and, like, side hugs Jenna in the mirror. Hello, friend. Oh, my God, you're pregnant.
0: What? Says Jenna. Yes.
1: How can you tell?
0: Then she full full-on humble brags and is like, or backdoor brags, like, people always underestimate my instincts because of my looks.
1: This is no time for your backdoor bragging, Jenna. (laughs) Jenna's really happy for her. She knows that's what she wanted. She's like, yeah, but not like this. She's like, why not like this, Liz? As my mom used to say, you never wanted this to happen. (laughs) Have you called Floyd yet? You know Floyd. You couldn't ask for a better guy to make a mistake with.
0: So then we realize it's not Floyd. Liz is on a date with Dennis Duffy, and she says the telltale sign. Can you come inside? I need a couple... Light bulbs changed,
1: and then he stares right at the camera, and he's looking right at me, <laughs> gold necklace and all. She's like, "Whoa, these margaritas are strong." <laughs> Jenna's like, "Oh my god, how could you have slept with Dennis?" She said it was before he tried to throw me under the subway. She's like, "Oh my god," <laughs> so you're the only person in the world allowed to make sex mistakes. You had a three way with Roseanne and Tom Arnold. That was two years ago. <laughs> She's terrifying, Lily.
0: So, Class A moron moron comes back in. which Class A gormagon. Class A demogorgon. (laughs) And so, Liz decides that she's going to be a kick-ass single mom because
1: obviously Dennis can't be involved at all. So, she's going to be like Aaron Brockovich or Sarah. Sarah. (laughs) Sarah (laughs) From the Terminator. And she was a kick-ass single mom. She saved the (laughs) whole universe. She's like, you're actually excited about this. Yeah. Even though it's Dennis, I must really want a kid. Jenna's like, go to the doctor and get a blood test so you know for sure. And while you're there, trying to get me some Adderall.
0: So um, we go back to Washington, and Jack's like, I'm trapped here. I cannot believe it. And Cooter's like, Well, I can't believe the best friend I've ever had to try and leave me, <laughs> also me.
1: Cooter, look at this place. This can't be what you want in life. Have you ever even thought of leaving? He's like every
0: day for two years. Look at these resignations later, letters. They're written in ketchup, dirty rock,
1: <laughs> leak water. <laughs> And now you're here. You're here and everything's going to be better. Now we've got pens. Glorious pens. <laughs> um, but Julie, may I ask you a question? Yes. Do they have no. pens? No. It's nothing but no. caps.
0: And so Jack shells cooter, to which Matthew Broderick reveals that's not his name. His name is James Riley. Cooter Burger? What do you think I am, a cartoon dog? It's a great line. <laughs> so the president... George W. Bush gave him that nickname.
1: (laughs) Cooter, because I look like a turtle, which doesn't make any sense. And Burger, because you saw me eating a hamburger one time. Jack's like, we've got to get out of here. Now, that's the spirit. But if they're not taking resignations, there's only one way out. We have to work together to get fired. To which Cooter says, it wasn't even a burger. It was a sandwich. (laughs) Now, Liz enters her apartment where Dennis Duffy has made himself at home on the couch. He's like reading a magazine.
0: And Liz is, has a very fair question. Dennis, what are you doing here? To which he says, look, I told my mom I got a job, so I've just been hanging out for the past couple of weeks during the day.
1: And he's like, why aren't you at work? She's like, because I forgot my computer. She's like, wait, this is my apartment. He's like, is there something you want to tell me? No. So
0: we go to the answering machine, and there's this telltale message. Elizabeth, this is Melinda from Dr. Bouvier. There's so much French. Bouvier? We'll, re- we'll try to reach you again. And then Dennis soothsayer is like, I know that message and I know that tone. Everyone of my sisters got that message junior in high school. You're pregnant. What? No. Really? All right. Then he rifles through his stuff. Prenatal vitamins? Yeah, I know what prenatal means. Pre, before. Natal, ruined.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is the best. She's like, oh my God. All right. First things first, we're going to have this baby at the same hospital I was born on on Coney Island. (laughs) Secondly, if it's a boy, we're going to name him Morpheus like the guy in the Matrix. If it's a girl, oh Yeah. I used to bop this chick named Judy and I would love to honor her. <laughs> get out. Get out. Don't talk to me like that. Morpheus hears everything that you say. Out. Then he says, your boobs are going to get bigger and he makes like circle point. <laughs> <his> <laughs> fingers. You got to love Dave Dennis Stuffy. So now we're in uh, Tracy's office and Kenneth is combing a fur coat and says, you must have been <laughs> such a pretty monkey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Miss Maroney, Jenna, has... Given the greatest gift of all, herself in the form of Kenneth's
1: personal essay. So she made a movie and it's starring her, of course. And it says, "Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. I was just thinking about my friend Kenneth Barcel and how much he personifies the Olympic spirit. He's involved <laughs> in charity work. You needed me, Miss Maroney. Yes, Kenneth. Can you take this money to the many charities I support anonymously? Of course. Oh, Miss Maroney, this is M. Em- he right, knows the importance <laughs> of physical fitness, and he picks up Jenna. I mean, he can lift almost 100 pounds. Mind, body,
0: spirit, Kenneth, I see myself in you. So brave. Jenna's singing with her side ponytail. To be all that you can do. So beautiful in every way, I see myself in
1: you. Miss Maroney, thank you. I see myself in you, Jenna says to herself in the mirror. Sari <laughs> so walks by while Kenneth is uh, waiting for the elevator. and She's like, Kenneth, um, somebody's looking for you. They need 12 boxes of copy paper on the stage one. To which he says to himself, Judy before self, I will not fail you, rainbow chicken. <laughs>
0: in Chinese. Yeah. So back in Washington, they're trying to figure out how the fuck they can get fired. So whatever <laughs> they do has to be wasteful, embarrassing to the administration, and upsetting to voters. Which honestly, what's upsetting to voters anymore, it's tough to say. So they found something, and it's in nineteen ninety-four, the Pentagon explored the possibility of a non-lethal chemical weapon that would, quote, reduce enemy soldiers' combat posture by making them totally gay bones for each other.
1: <laughs> so the title of the folder is gay bomb, and the headline on the Pentagon rejects so-called gay bomb. It has a picture of two men embracing with, like, Hannibal Lecter in the background. I'm not really sure what that <laughs> part is about. This is true, by the way. Is it really? It was something that they floated in the 90s, and it never went past the theory phase, but there is a file about it, how they thought they what could I find th- men attracted to each other and distract them during the war.
0: Fascinating. Did that work for Sparta? No. What I find interesting <laughs> is the only thing that they, that he asked, like, the only question is, how gay? <laughs>
1: The project was abandoned in the planning stages. He's like, of course it was. It would have been expensive and practical and offensive to both the red states and the gayer blue states. (laughs) This is exactly what we're looking for. A guaranteed disaster, like eating a burrito before sex. Yikes. No congressman in his right mind would support this. Don't
0: worry. No congressman, but a congresswoman named Cece, Celeste Cunningham.
1: So he goes to grab the file, and Matthew Broderick pulls it away. He's like, but not your... He said, don't worry, i got a friend in Congress He's like, but not your best friend, right? His psychoticness is adorable So Tracy enters Frank's office I mean, I don't think Frank has an office He must be working in Liz's office, but he's got a laptop
0: No, he has an office with a twofer
1: Oh, great So he's like, (laughs) yo, Frank Oh my god, is that it? Yes, it's just a prototype But I want you to be the first to play it and tell me what you think He's like, this is such an honor And he even got, aw, an additional filth By credit You earned it Donnie appears in a green swivel chair that he overswivels. Huh? <laughs> Kenneth's dropping off the last of the reams of paper, and he's like, Good job, Parcel. Too bad it'll cost you a trip to China. It was Donnie all along. had one. <laughs> Kenneth's like, who was this paper for? And he's like, no one. Looks like you've got 30 seconds to get your application to the 27th floor, and you're not gonna make it. <laughs> Enter montage. Ba na. Well, first he gets shot in the ankle by a bow. So we
0: get archery in the mix. Boom. Donnie's down. And then we go to the rest.
1: We jump uh, over the couch. Yes. Hurdles. He uses the Milf (laughs) Island stick
0: for. It's a bamboo stick for vaulting de la pole.
1: And then he takes the script as the door is closing and discus throws it right in there.
0: Relay race discus.
1: Then he falls to it. He's excited. He throws up an arm. Then he vomits sprinting (laughs) which is funnily enough the vomit is made of jamba juice and lucky charms
0: oh god (laughs) the more you know (laughs) and then we cut to liz who's on the phone with jack again it's like oh god call me jack this is a disaster this baby's gonna have a what father so we're back in washington and Cece's like you dragged
1: me out of a meeting for a fucking gay bomb i was going to meet bono Cece, Representative Cunningham, we will keep this professional. I did certain things for you in bed that you were going to reciprocate, but then we broke up before my birthday. So you owe me. <laughs> His little head nods as he's saying those things. <laughs> I just, he's so adorable. Yes. She says, this could take weeks to get approved. He's like, I'll take my chances. And that would mean I'd be spending my birthday here, so. <laughs> Cooters me is like, yes, I'm so
0: on a roll. No crying in my bath."
1: Cece agrees to help them get fired. So Jack is now sitting by candlelight eating pizza, or almost eating pizza. He puts that damn piece of pizza in his mouth like three different times, and I want him to eat the pizza. Like, he wanted her to eat the steak. I'm like, eat the pizza, Jack. God, it in your mouth? So we get to listen to all of Liz's voicemails and watch Jack's cute little face react to it.
0: Yeah. Hey, it's Liz Lemon.
1: Sorry. I think I'm pregnant with Dennis Duffer's beep. De- Dennis Duffer's. Dennis Duffy's baby. Thought you'd be super proud. Oh, in a way, it's what I wanted. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Beep.
0: He knows. Oh, God, call me, Jack. He knows this is a disaster. This baby's going to have a father. Wait, Kenneth just did a flip into the elevator.
1: Beep. Jack, I spent the last hour looking at cribs online. It's crazy, even with all this dentist stuff, all I can think about is baby hair and converting my laundry and newspaper pile into a nursery. So I don't want you to <laughs> worry about me because I'm happy. <laughs> and yes, you hear me eating Sabor de Soledad because I can eat whatever I want now. Beep.
0: Oh, hang on. That's my doctor. Beep. Never mind. I am. Uh... Never mind. My notes say, eat
1: the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> So very romantic and sweet and adorable and not sexual. Jack stops by Liz's apartment. He's like, Lemon, how are you doing? She's like, it was the cheese curls. <laughs> Pardon? Causing the false positives of my home pregnancy test. Apparently, Saborda saw the dad gets a special tangy flavor from evaporated bull semen as does Heidi in closet. <laughs> that explains her he like- hair's thickness and shine. <laughs>
0: I guess in Mexico, women use it to stop their periods during uh, Cinco de Mayo.
1: I'm a little afraid to ask if you're still eating them.
0: <laughs>
1: they're so good. She pulls out a bag from underneath her couch. So
0: Jack is very upset that she had to go through this on, on her own. All by herself.
1: It's so sweet because they thing. They're their person.
0: And then he realizes that he does want to assist her. Not with insemination, but with uh, an adoption which is so lovely. He knows a lot of well-connected people. And his nickname from George W. Bush is The Jacker.
1: (laughs) Now, just before that, she said, um, I was actually ready to have Dennis Duffy's baby, and he says, or she says, I'm getting to the age where I don't care what anybody thinks of me. And he says, if you're going to want to get a very short haircut, resist that
0: urge. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're in a bunker, and it's my favorite part, the fucking gay bomb. So... They regret to inform them all that the gay bomb could not be effectively weaponized. The chemical dissipates harmlessly in open tactical environments. But if the enemy was in an enclosed, unventilated space like where they're at now, enter Cooter Burger, reaching for the pens, knocks over the gay bomb juice, and suddenly everyone feels weird. Jack looks at Dick Cheney in the eye and says, let's do this. I think this is actually the sequel to Cougars. We've gone from gay for Jamie to gay for Dick Cheney.
1: Oh... We find out next season that Dick Cheney's done some very terrible things to Jack. So, Oh, my God, I know. So Frank walks into Tracy's office and says, dude, I played this thing for a couple hours. Frank is completely disheveled and has a full beard. He's like, it's okay, I guess. It's like, Frank, you've been in your office for three months. He's going to be a billionaire. <laughs> so then we see uh, Kenneth is sitting in a hotel room in a room with a beautiful woman.
0: Made it to China. Way to go, bud. <laughs>
1: So we end on pretty happy notes. Jack and Liz are each other's person. He's going to help her get a baby.
0: Okay. So when he's speaking Mandarin to this woman before her boyfriend or whomever walks in, she says in Mandarin, I love you and your two kidneys.
1: <laughs> and oh, your right. two healthy
0: kidneys. <laughs> he's going to take
1: one. Yeah. All right. Let's go with the extra specials. Cooter's despair at finding the box full of caps is a reference to a scene in the movie A Bridge Too Far where paratroopers stranded behind enemy lines attempt to retrieve a supply cancer only to discover it's full of caps. Oh. Oh. The title of the episode is one of Tina's face favorite words. She likes the word because it's one of the least graphic ways to describe the female genitalia. <laughs> and there it is. Jack's plot in this episode involves his and Cooter's discovery that in 1994, the Pentagon explored the possibility of blah, blah, blah. This is not an invention of the writer's. In 2005, various news outlets reported that in 1994, the U.S. Defense Department had indeed researched the feasibility of a so-called gay bomb meant to disrupt the enemy, discipline, and morale (laughs) by making them chemically attracted to each other. The idea never left the theoretical stage, and the project was never pursued. This episode won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series, written by one Tina Fey. Uh, Nice. So good. Really good end to season two, don't you mm-hmm. think? Yeah. Season
0: two is one of my all time favorite seasons, and this episode is just honestly amazing.
1: It's so good. Oh my god. <laughs> just like Nick in the dark. <laughs> no. In the dark, dark. Oh. <laughs> shall we head to the chat? How many will there be? <laughs> You
0: know when you're ready this feels like so much fucking
1: pressure it's just like <laughs> a- <laughs> <laughs> oh wow emma way over the top with a 99 awesome nick yeah, yeah. with a 96 love in this episode julie gave it a respectable and perfect score moderately of 93 <laughs> good so try everybody 99 Woo! emma Highest score ever given to anything. Anything ever, yeah. I couldn't (laughs) think of anything I didn't like about it. It's very true. I wonder why the perfect score was so low. I'll have to to (laughs) check with the judges and find out. Um, So overall, amazing episode. Super, so much fun. Thank you all so much for listening. You can check us out at Blurg. We're on Instagram and Twitter. You can check out our takespod.com for more information. We also do a podcast called Takes All Over the Place. Feel free to like and subscribe and tell all your friends and listen to it four or five times whatever you need to do. Um, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks to Nick and Emma. Thanks Julie. Gracias. Have Bye. a great week everybody. Blur. Bum, Mother. Bump bump bum 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 bum. bum. <laughs>